0: Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is House Calls, Episode 7, and we are just going to dive right into it today. We have a lot of phone calls. We're actually going to start off with Steph making some phone calls to our girl students. And the first person that she calls up is Abby Hicks.
1: Hello! How are you? Good,
2: doing like how's your schedule I know you said you're working so how many hours a week you're working
1: um I usually I'm usually working like three or four days a week um sometimes more so I mean it's nice to have the the routine but it's also like I mean you know mom life
0: (laughs) it's exhausting so Abby is one of our senior girl students, and she's awesome. Always been really involved, really helpful, has a servant's heart. Um, right now, she's been busy working as a nanny and kind of navigating that um, whole thing, nannying for a family whose mom is a nurse. Um, her life hasn't changed a ton with the quarantine. Her schedule is relatively the same because she was doing online schooling. Um, But she is missing some of the simple things of life and some of the disappointments of the senior year. Um, but Steph and her have a great conversation. It's a really long conversation. It was hard to choose what to include and what not to include. Um, but I definitely think there's some encouraging things here from Abby.
2: So what do you most miss about like real like normal life?
1: <laughs> I think I miss going to restaurants. Um, because I also think like for me being in the online school, like I've definitely had to make it more of an effort to be social and to like be around people. And so one of the things that I always did was like, I had like weekly friend dates and we would go out to dinner. We had and get coffee or something like that. So like not having that like physical social interaction where I can actually sit across the table from someone that's, that's been, I've definitely missed that um but i mean it definitely mean, it has been it's been fine you know it's not like i don't ever talk to anybody now that i can't go out but i definitely do and i've i've always loved going to restaurants and like getting to sit down and have family conversation at somewhere that's not my house so i definitely miss that so i mean that's that sounds like a stupid thing but you don't realize how much you appreciate things like that until you're literally not allowed to yeah So what have you liked about being quarantined? Like, have
2: you been able to read more, do like more of your
1: stuff? (laughs) Well, um, it's funny because not a ton has changed for me because I mean my everyday, as far as school and stuff has looked the same until obviously school ended. Um, but it's been nice. It's been nice having my sister home. Um, that was unexpected, obviously. Um, And so being able to like have this time with my mom and my sister, especially because it was my birthday and then it was my mom's birthday and mother's day and my sister's birthday. Those are events that like, usually we would try our best to be able to be together, but like with Haley and exams and internships and things like that, like she wasn't going to be able to be home for my birthday. So the fact that like this happened, she was able to be home for my birthday and my mom's birthday and things like that so like being able to like celebrate those things together you don't realize how much different it it is than when somebody's away like that's been really cool um and then also i think just like being able to spend quality time with my mom and my sister like before the the craziness of summer happens and then hayley and i go to school like just being able to like actually have that time right now so, what um has what is your biggest encouragement for
2: other students? Like during this time, like what has been like getting you through? I know everyone's like God is good, which He is, of course. I know. It.
1: <laughs> so I actually I was thinking about this the other day because um, obviously, like like me and a lot of other people, we I follow a lot of like Christian influencers, like the Sadie Robertsons of the world. Like I follow a lot of those people on Instagram, and. They've been really great and very encouraging, but like you said, it is a lot of, God is good and God is greater than the coronavirus and all of that. Which he is, of course. (laughs) Which, right, right, right. But I I think that unfortunately, like Christians just take that as a, you don't need to ever be worried about anything ever and you're not allowed to be scared and you're not allowed to have bad days because God is greater than all of this. And that's so true. But I think that one thing that I've had to learn is casting all my anxieties on the Lord doesn't mean that I can't still be worried about things sometimes in my everyday life Mm. like and especially even in this time right now even more so because it's one of those things where it's like yes I know God is greater than the coronavirus and I know that God has a plan in all of this and I know that I'm going to see the fruit of all of this suffering later on but I'm also a senior in high school right now and I'm worried that I won't have a graduation and I'm worried that someone that I care about could get the virus and I'm worried about what this is doing to our country and to the to the people that matter to me and I think that sometimes Christians kind of I don't want to say like degrade those feelings but I think it's hard to find that medium of, yes, I do trust God, but, it, but it's also okay to be worried about these things in your everyday life. Like,
0: Yeah, it's really difficult to kind of balance those two things, right? And let's just be clear about what we're trying to balance. We're trying to be honest in confessing what we're feeling and having a safe place to do that while at the same time trying to direct and guide those feelings to deeper truth And sometimes that's really hard and difficult and we shouldn't just gloss over that process or make it too quick of a process because then that can feel inauthentic or lacking in actual like humanity. It can make you feel sometimes like a robot, like you don't have the space to actually express what you're feeling. And if you've listened to any other podcast episodes on this podcast, that's something that we've been talking about a lot uh, through our confined contemplation series looking at the Psalms in particular, like the Psalms are a place where God has inspired human emotion to be directed back towards him. And if you look at the Psalms, it is a range of emotion being expressed back to God, the majority of which is lament. And what lament is, it's basically an opportunity for us to invest our tears, to acknowledge our sadness, and then invest our tears so that God can turn them into, uh, dancing, right? Turning our mourning into dancing. So I really appreciate that Abby gave some space to that. And she voiced that other end of the, uh, tension that that is, you know, we should have the space, especially when we're encouraging other people for them to acknowledge their feelings, but also at the same time have the courage to call them to something deeper, to something truer. And that's the story of the gospel. So I think that was really important um, to hear from Abby. As I said, this was a long conversation. There was great stuff to go over um, with her, but she's doing well. And I think she'll continue to keep her eyes on Jesus. So Steph and her wrap up the call. Well, it
2: was so nice catching you. I hope you can get a little downtime, do some schoolwork or whatever you got to do while the girls I know. sleep. I know, I just checked on them. They're both sound asleep, so God is
1: good. Chill,
2: chill, hang out. We'll tell (laughs) everyone we said hello, and we will talk to you soon.
1: All right. Peace.
0: So Steph has time to make one more phone call, Mm -hmm. so she reaches out to Anna Myers
3: how are you i'm good how are you
2: good is this a good time yeah what are you up to
3: um i was just doing my math
2: oh math homework how's it going
3: um fine
2: are you guys it's... on like a dedicated schedule or is it just like here's your homework do it when you want
3: yeah so we have like 24 Khan academy lessons and they're just due by sunday
2: is that just yeah. for math yeah so you just have to do like two or three a day or something Mm-hmm. so what have you guys been up what has the Myers family been up to during the coronavirus lockdown
3: um a lot of walks
2: a lot of walks okay. um
3: yeah we got a new paddle board so it's like an inflatable one so we've been using that and yeah
2: that's cool I know Taylor said Jared said that you guys have been he's been fishing have you been fishing
3: no but no. they're down there every day fishing <laughs> is
2: it just Jared and Josh going or is your dad going too?
3: he's going to but mostly just Jared and Josh
2: cool so, both of your parents are home working?
3: Yeah.
2: So, everyone's home working.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: How has that been?
3: Yeah. um, It's been different, but it's fine. Yeah, like... My is... mom's had, like, Zoom calls for her class.
2: So, is, like, everyone in different rooms, or how are you guys doing it?
3: Um, Yeah, I guess so.
2: <laughs> everyone's spread out throughout the house?
0: Yeah. So, Anna is a great student that we have in the ministry, and her and Steph have a good conversation. A lot of the topics that we've explored throughout this series kind of resurfaced with schooling at home, being in and around your parents and your family more. But one of the things that she talked about was also the role of technology and how that has been really, really helpful in her getting through this time.
2: How have you been surviving through this? Like what has gotten you through this crazy time?
3: Um, honestly, like FaceTime and Zoom.
2: Yeah. Just seeing
3: other people besides my family. <laughs>
2: So have you been, like, doing FaceTimes with friends and Zooms? I know mm-hmm. you've been on Bible yeah. study in midweek, but do you just FaceTime friends I have, like, the a day? Zoom
3: call every day, yeah. And what? then I see my friends from dance every day.
2: Okay, so every day you have a Zoom call with someone. Yeah. That's pretty cool. For dance, what has that been looking like? How are you guys doing Zooms for that?
3: So it's been really weird because, like, you're just doing the dance by yourself, and we can't do any lifts or anything, but...
2: So, like, you guys are all just, there. someone's playing the music and you're all doing it in your own rooms? Yeah. That's crazy. Because I'm mm-hmm. guessing, have all the competitions been canceled for the rest of the year or just for...
3: Well, they're postponed right now. So, okay. they're in June. But I don't know. If that happens, they said that there's going to have to be some different rules.
2: Okay. So. so, as of right now, they're postponed. That's good. Because I don't know if yeah. they're just canceled. So, you guys mm-hmm. are still trying to practice virtually. Yeah so okay what has been like the thing you missed the most like while being at home
3: um i would say just seeing my friends and going to church and dance yeah
2: you don't miss school i actually do miss school (laughs) some people have said they miss school because it's like something you see friends and you do stuff so yeah i didn't think i would but i miss school have you picked up a new hobby skill while you've been home done anything different Um, that you normally don't do
3: well (laughs) me and my friends have been meeting up and playing tennis okay so I guess that's new
2: yeah is that (laughs) by your neighborhood yeah okay cool that's a good yeah I mean I someone's saying like people are scrapbooking you know taking photos Taylor and me picked up gardening we're not the best Mm -hmm. at it but trying to grow a garden (laughs) so just like doing have your parents been like doing stuff around the house Yes. Yes. Have they made you do any yard work with them yet?
3: No, No? actually, surprisingly
2: not. Have you had to like clean your room out or anything?
3: Not really. Okay. It's kind of surprising. Yeah.
2: Everyone's doing like home projects, decluttering, you know, the spring
3: clean.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, this time has certainly, at least in our household, been used to declutter, to simplify some space, or do some yard projects, clean some things up get rid of some older things, right, I, I think this could actually be a time, a season, where we can embrace the Christian practice of simplicity and finding, you know, really what we need and getting rid of the excess, maybe donating that, being generous with that. So that's maybe something if you're still struggling with boredom or <laughs> just going stir-crazy, you could clean out your closet, but not simply as a way to like declutter, but as a way of practicing simplicity and then turning that around to be generous with some of those things. So, there's there's an idea for today.
2: What encouragement do you have for other students during this time? Like, I don't know, how can you, what's an encouraging word for someone else? Does that make um, sense?
3: just like knowing that God's in control and he's already won this, mm. even in this uncertain time. We can trust in him.
2: Yeah. What what are you most looking forward to, like, going back to, like, normal life?
3: Um, just leaving my house and seeing other people.
2: Yeah. And just, like, um, other than your yeah. family? Yeah. Definitely church. I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Well, I'm glad we were able to talk to you. We may, I'll tell yeah. Taylor, would Jared, do you think do a house call? Um, I think you should call him. <laughs> she said you think she should call him. You should call him after this, see what he says. Well, thanks for letting us get on, Anna. It was super cool talking to you. And I guess we'll see you at midweek tonight. Yes. Bye.
0: All right. So taking Anna's suggestion, I am going to give Jared Myers, a house call. But first, I have to get Sam on the phone. What's up? Did you get a haircut?
4: Yeah, but this is visor hair right now from Duncan.
0: Did you work this morning? Mhm. Mm. What you doing?
4: Uh discussion board for school. Yeah, no, I just, like, participated in I don't know if you're, like, on a Reddit
0: about Minecraft yeah, or I guess, something. Yeah,
4: I guess that is true. That's, like, an actual thing.
0: <laughs> Did you <laughs> yeah, listen to the last episode? Or episode five?
4: Which one was that?
0: The one that has a five in the title.
5: I mean, like, who was it?
0: <laughs> I forget who was on there, but I talk about your <laughs> Minecraft. I talk about your Minecraft quite a bit.
5: <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Um,
0: I was thinking about calling up um, Jared Myers.
5: Okay.
0: Do you want to do that? Yeah, sure. So Sam and I venture to FaceTime Jared Myers, but he does not pick up. So anyway, it you know, the phone call on FaceTime, the third party just drops out, and me and Sam continue having conversation for a good five to ten minutes, and we're talking about something random, and then suddenly <laughs> Jared joins Wait, Jared! Oh, there he is. Jared, he just joined.
5: Who's this guy? Who's this little bud?
0: Jared, are you, you're not in a fishing boat?
6: No.
5: Why would he be in a
0: fishing boat? Because, dude, he's been fishing every day. You've already been fishing today, haven't you, Jared?
6: No, I just... We're going down there.
0: Oh. I thought your sister said you were fishing.
6: No. I was yesterday.
5: Do you eat the fish you catch? No. Have you caught any fish?
0: Yes.
6: (laughs) I can't say they're big, but...
0: Is that the only reason you don't eat them? Because they're not big enough?
6: I mean, I've caught big ones, but I don't eat them. It's kind of (laughs) weird.
0: Yeah, I would not eat a fish out of Lake Norman, man. I'm going to advise you strongly against that.
4: Is kind that of like radiation or something? Yeah.
0: They found like six foot catfish by the by the nuclear power plant. Man. That's like,
5: imagine me just laying down. Like, that's that. Yeah.
0: That was always that's the story. Scary. There's some sort of Lake Norman monster. So watch out, Jared. He might get you. So I decided to do some research after this call because I had always heard growing up in this area that there were these giant catfish in Lake Norman or whatever. And I actually found an article from the Charlotte Observer in May 2018 documenting this guy catching a four-foot catfish that weighed over 60 pounds. Something that was huge, you know? So it may not be the six-foot catfish or whatever. Maybe there's some legend from back then. But at least we know there's this four foot catfish that was caught. And interestingly enough, the guy released it back in Lake Norman. So just remember when you're swimming around Lake Norman, there is a four foot, 60 plus pound catfish somewhere. And you should use an exercise caution. Well, Jared, we were, um, we were gonna FaceTime you because we wanted to see how you were doing in this quarantine. And then record this conversation, edit it, there. and put it on an episode of the podcast called House Calls.
6: Yep. My sister told me that you're going to be calling me.
0: <laughs> ah, she ruined the element of surprise.
6: Yeah. That's pretty funny. much.
0: So how are you, Jared? Give me like Decent. Decent? Okay, give me two more adjectives or whatever that would describe your state of mind.
6: Um... Not very busy.
5: That's three.
0: (laughs) Not very busy. Okay. Uh, and bored. Okay. Mm. Okay, so you're bored and doing decent. Yeah. Going through these boredom states, what, what are you filling your time with other than fishing? Because I've made a joke of you fishing, but...
6: Um, I guess, uh...
0: Let me think. Just what are you doing with your life, Jerry?
6: Playing video games, probably.
0: Okay. Okay. A what lot. what games we got?
6: Um Fortnite.
0: Really? Still on Did you, did you go to the Travis Scott concert?
6: I did.
5: Did you enjoy it? I did. I I watched it I of course like I couldn't I couldn't bring myself to download it, but I watched it on YouTube. It looked pretty cool.
0: Anyway, Jared, okay, other than Fortnite, fishing, Uh,
6: making TikToks.
0: Oh oh, no. That's the trifecta. That is the quarantine trifecta. Fishing, Fortnite, and making TikToks.
6: That's literally all I've been doing besides school.
0: (laughs) Man. So, are you sure that you're okay? I mean, Dang, bro. <laughs> I would say I am. That's good. I'm just joking with you. I wish, I wish I could just fish and play Fortnite and make TikToks all day. So Jared is doing well. It was good to talk with him. I'm actually his virtual midweek leader. So we had already discussed a lot about how he was doing and what he was up to. So he didn't have a ton to say. But nonetheless, it was good to kind of check in on him and for you to hear what he's been up to. All right. Well, Jared, do you have any um, any questions for Sam?
4: Myself. No.
0: Thank God. Well, I'm glad that you're doing good, man. Yeah. I'll see you tonight, 8 p.m. virtual midweek. Yep. All right, Jared. We'll catch you later, bro. See ya. So we wrap up that call, and we decide to reach out to Wynton Clark. Well, Wynton, you are not an iPhone user, so we have to use this Google Duo thing. Have you ever used Google Duo?
4: No, actually, I haven't had to use it in all my years of homeschooling.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Just another area that Google's trying to take over the world, you know? Sure. Sure. So that's our first question. Are you worried that the pandemic is being used to globalize a world in which our individual rights are being taken away?
4: Really? I I feel
0: like So I have to admit that I play a little bit of a joke on Winton. You know, I decided to ask him some serious, like hard-hitting questions about the coronavirus and quarantine. Um, as opposed to the light-hearted questions that he had heard on previous episodes, you know, I was asking him about, like, is this l- leading to a globalist regime? Is this, you know, based on your studies of the Spanish flu in 1918, do you see any correlation to how we can deal with it today? And he was just running with it. And then finally I just had to bust out laughing and be like, no, no, Wenton, I'm just joking with so, you. So Wenton, all jokes aside, how are you doing? In all of this.
4: I'm doing great. Besides the fact that I'm around my family and my annoying siblings, 80% more now. Uh... changed that much. Except that my dad works from home. And... I don't go to restaurants now. Yeah, you haven't come Not by that. Dunkin' in a while. Yeah. Um... I have still been biking.
5: Yeah, I've seen you bike.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've also just been chilling, just trying to catch up on some school and playing video games. It's about it. Kind of like Ward, I guess. I watched his episode.
0: Well, okay, that's good. You know, I think a lot of homeschoolers kind of empathize with that, that there's not a ton of change. But at the same time, it's yeah. like. The few outlets that you did have to get out of your house seem to have disappeared, so that can be tough.
4: Yeah. I'm still, uh, I still like meet up with Derek and Ward, like park. We go biking, but I mean that's about the extent of it.
0: That's nice. That's important. So, Wenton is doing well. You know, he was homeschooled or is homeschooled, so the transition wasn't as jarring for him in terms of his schedule and and all of that. His uh dad is now working from home. They're spending a lot of time as a family, biking. They just got a switch, so they've been enjoying that together. So he's doing good. You know when there are a lot of people that are struggling, having some difficulties during this time. What would you What advice prescribe. would you give him? Yeah,
4: what would you prescribe? Uh tune into virtual midweek on Wednesdays. Yes, and um probably just, you know, just no, remember. There's also guys oh, and yeah, girls Bible
0: it. studies.
4: And that too, yeah. Yeah,
0: and there you go.
4: But for actual advice, you know, just uh <laughs> no, 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 it's, all, it's, it's all in God's control, you know. He's all he it's all part of his plan, so just have faith.
0: Yeah, kinda of lean into that. How is your um virtual midweek group speaking of virtual midweek?
4: It's not bad. I uh as far as virtual midweek goes, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I I really struggle with the whole virtual midweek, virtual Bible study stuff. It's tough not to be like in the same room. I'm just not good at all the virtual stuff.
4: He's just a boomer. <laughs> Goodness gracious.
0: I'm a millennial, man.
5: Then you always tell us, phone bad, book good.
0: <laughs> yes. Speaking of books, Winton, what books are you reading other than your algebra textbooks and your Hebrew textbook?
4: Oh yeah, Hebrew that textbook. Hmm. Um, I'm reading a big. How many pages is? it? Six hundred page book on uh Bonhoeffer. Oh yeah, by so, Eric uh,
0: Metaxas. Yes. It seems that you're doing pretty good, man. There's no complaints. Yeah. You've been on, I I think every guy's Bible study pretty much. You've been yeah. on virtual
4: midweek. Despite my mic. My mic being pretty bad. Yes, I've. Yeah, your microphone is there. horrible.
0: Anyway, well, Winton, I'm glad that we were able to catch up with you. This will definitely not yeah. make an episode, so sorry. <laughs> All right, we love you, Winton. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye.
4: See you. See you.
0: So we had a good conversation with Winton. And Sam and I proceed to make our final house call for the night and call up Eric Runyon. And we call him, and he doesn't pick up. So we're like, oh, man, we're going to have to call him tomorrow or something. And I start packing up the recording equipment, still talking to Sam on FaceTime. And then Eric joins. And we're like, oh, Eric, you're here. So I scramble to put the recording equipment back together, and then we have a great conversation. Yeah, yeah, it was me and my family are watching The Office. What what passed through? Like have you seen it full through already? Yeah, I've seen the whole show like
5: two and a half times or something like that. Damn. Yeah. We're wow. in season 6. So it's my parents first time seeing though. Me and Uh-oh. my brother have both watched it through.
0: Kylie Hooks said that she's watched The Office through three times during quarantine. That's okay, that's unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, "Wow." Yeah.
5: Because, I mean, the, the whole show, The Office, I mean, nine seasons, That is hours and hours of
0: watching Well, man, I know you've got midweek at 9.30, so, um, how you been?
5: Yeah, I've been good. I'm, I'm enjoying quarantine. I got uh, Ethan's back home, so I'm getting to hang out with him a lot.
0: Yeah, that is really cool.
5: Mm-hmm. I um, saw James and Jackson and Evan today in basketball.
0: Nice, dude. That's something I was thinking about the other day. Like YVA.
5: I know, man. I hope. I mean, I hope we'll be able to. We'll be able to. Do it, it would have been starting around now, too. Yeah. Thing.
0: We got to figure out how to do it. Hopefully, this thing lifts. So, something that we did last summer that was really cool was YVA. It was basically a little basketball league that Sam organized, mostly if not solely. <laughs> Um, but we had all the guy students get drafted into teams and we had coaches and referees would come in and we had jerseys and it was just something we did after midweek on Wednesdays and it was really fun. Um, and we were looking forward to doing it again this summer, but unfortunately we kind of realized that the coronavirus may have affected whether we're going to be able to do this. And I think it's kind of an important lesson that I'm learning is a lot of times there's like waves of disappointments that you don't pick up on initially, but you know it can happen kind of like a domino effect. So hopefully we can figure out a way to do it this summer. so what what are you gonna do when you get out of quarantine? What's the first thing you're gonna go do?
5: Well, um one thing definitely on my agenda that I have to do is I'm gonna have to get a job for the summer, okay. Yeah, it's kind of looming over me so I have to do whatever, apply for a job somewhere. I really haven't even put that much thought into it. I don't know where I'm going to work. But I really want to work, I really don't want to work outside during the summer. It's like I sweat so much. I cannot be imagine, I cannot imagine being outside the whole day, like my whole shift. It's so hot. I just want to work inside in air conditioning.
0: Well, Sam can give you the lowdown on McDonald's and Dunkin Donuts. Mm-hmm. And Donuts, yeah. Yeah, the there's a <laughs> They
5: both have bad air conditioning. Oh, wow. Okay, crossing them off here.
0: <laughs> so how have you been kind of, I know your family has um, been spending time together. I think your parents said you guys are playing tennis and golf. I don't know if you were playing golf. Uh, no,
5: nah, that's me and my brother and dad playing golf.
0: But what else are you filling your time with?
5: Uh, Yeah, basketball. I play tennis with my dad just because there's one in our neighborhood. It's not funded. And uh, uh, it might be weird or something, I don't know what y'all's opinion is on this, but I, uh, started reading the Harry Potter books, so that's well, taking up some time.
0: Nice.
5: I'm. Um, I just finished the second one, probably a couple hours ago. Alright,
0: we'll pray for you. <laughs> Have you seen the movies
5: already, though? <laughs> oh, I wish I didn't, but i saw yeah, yeah. the movies before. Because I wasn't sure whether I was gonna like it or not, and I knew the movies is much less of a time commitment than books. Yeah, that's true. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like it. I'm going to watch some movies, because that's way less commitment. And then if I get I'll read the books. And I no, like that's it. a good idea. I didn't even think about that.
0: That's cool. Reading. Man, I wish, I really wish more students had answered me and said, I've been devoting my free time to reading.
5: I do. This is like a first for me. I do not <laughs> read in my free time. The last time I read in my free time was in third grade when I was like obsessed with James and the Giant Peach, man. I read that thing in like one afternoon. <laughs> i side piece and then got on like a raw doll kick where I like read BFG in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and I probably had read much <laughs> since yeah.
0: Alright. I'm not gonna get on a pedestal with this one, but I would say if you have some free time, reading a book would be a great way to fill that space. Now back to the conversation with Eric. Well, Eric, have you listened to any of the house call episodes?
5: I haven't, but I should. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a recurring theme. I can't get Sam to listen to the episodes, so. And he's everyone. <laughs> oh, Are they on, on Spotify or
5: what? Or what?
0: Yeah, there's, they're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um,
5: okay, what do I search up on Spotify? Like LNBC Students or like yeah. what is
0: it on? The- LNBC Students.
5: Okay, all right. Yeah, I'll do it. House. Just look up your name and it'll show off probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're uh, yeah. Your episode. I'll try to get this episode done on. They release on Fridays. But one thing that we've been asking a lot of students early on, I think, um, at least a lot of our seniors were having like a hard time, you know, because that was like the senior year was getting cut short. Um, oh, I can
5: imagine. That would be that would be tough.
0: Yeah, but what advice would you give for students that are having like a hard time? Maybe seniors and spe- specifically.
5: Well, I mean, I would just. I guess... So just keep in mind that it's god's will and it's god's plan and it may seem rough at the moment that's how just a lot of things in life are it may seem really rough at the moment but just to know that uh it's gonna work out and that you know he works all things for good for those who are called according to his purpose
0: yeah yeah i think that's kind of like one of those bedrock truths you can try to Definitely. hold on to for sure I think that's good advice how has the virtual kind of midweek been for you
5: our virtual midweek's been actually really good. Probably last week was really good. We got some uh, some pretty deep conversation. We had pretty much everybody on there, like Dylan, Jackson, James, Levi, Adam, and yeah, I mean, we were we were on there for like an hour. We had some really good, really good conversations. It's been I going felt, good.
0: I, I'm definitely like happy to see a bunch of midweek groups and midweek itself kind of survive <laughs> virtually. Mm-hmm. I know ours is I, it's definitely tough, but. I'm glad that it can at least kind of persist a little bit, you know?
5: Yeah. One thing um, about the virtual midweek is a small thing, but it works out so nicely. Because when you're in the real midweek and you're trying to get things done and get everybody off their little side distractions and try to start, like, reading, it's really tough. But in Zoom, you can just say, all right, guys, we're going to start reading. Everybody mute yourself. And once they their minds, we're good it's perfect it's amazing so
0: it's actually worked out better for your group to get on task oh, in
5: that area for sure yeah we've been much more on task honestly i think we i mean it's, hard, it's crazy to say but i think midweek is not just surviving for us it's kind of it's kind of thriving
0: wow yeah. that's yeah, great go that's really encouraging to hear it is awesome just to to hear that and to know that Matt and Eric's midweek group are not only continuing, but they're thriving. And it's actually (laughs) serving their group to have a mute button on everybody. Um, But that's really, really good to hear. And um, I hope that they can carry that back into midweek when we reconvene in physical presence with one another, which hopefully is soon. But nonetheless, Sam and I wrap up our call with Eric. Well, speaking of your virtual midweek group, I know you got to get to it in four minutes. Yeah. But here's my last question. <laughs> Do you have any questions for Sam, Eric?
5: Do you have any questions for Sam? Yeah. Nah, I don't know. Yes, another one.
0: No one ever has questions for Sam. That's always Everyone my last always question, asks. though. Yeah. Anyway. All right, man. Well, thanks for taking a few minutes to, to catch up.
5: Yeah. Oh, yeah, awesome. Thank you, guys.
0: All right. Well, enjoy virtual midweek group. Tell everyone I said, Hey,
5: all right, I will, I will do that.
0: All right, bro. Talk to you later. All right. All right. See you. Bye. So I broke my rule and allowed this episode to go a bit longer. I included some more from conversations and because of that, I'll also keep my closing statement short because, you know, as we get closer and closer to the other side of quarantine, I think there's a tendency in us to just focus on the future. And I know that's a difficulty with me, um, but I'm reminded of Jesus' words about not being anxious, not being worried and how that is tied to so much of being concerned about tomorrow. He says there's enough trouble and tomorrow for itself. Sufficient is today for its own trouble. And so there's this mechanism that Jesus provides for nullifying our anxieties and our worries, and it's by becoming present in today. And as you become present in today, there's so much that we can look around and be grateful for. There's so many blessings that we can count. And what that does is it, it takes our gaze off of ourself, fixates it on God, the giver of good gifts, and allows us to be a peaceful presence in this chaotic world. So that's my encouragement to you today. That's my challenge for myself today, to be a peaceful presence, Um, someone who is an ambassador for a God of good gifts and peace. Hopefully you can go and be about that today as well.